0: Talk to you a little bit about for two minutes uh kind of your experience uh with the business academy maybe you can share a little bit about uh some of the game changers as a provider as a doctor what you've learned that's been able to help you guys run a better cash practice i would say most doctors watching this struggle with how do i even ask a patient to pay for anything outside of what their insurance covers how do I um, ask the tough questions? Um, you know, uh, what what do I even do to move in towards cash? How do I, what kind of questions do you ask to handle certain objections? So maybe I'll just ask you uh, with the Business Academy. What, what what amount of confidence has TBA been able to give you as a provider to communicate with patients to you know work with new patients with objections and to ultimately get them onto a a plan of care that's going to be a, a high value high ticket out-of-pocket expense. Sure. So the thing that
1: comes to mind for me is what TBA originally helped me do is uncover my own objections, Mm. my own issues with communication, right? Like money issues, confront issues, and recognizing, first of all, that it's okay to have those issues. We all do. We've all been scripted in a certain way. We've all grown up with belief systems and things. And so just unpackaging that and going like, Life has got me to this point. My beliefs, my choices, everything I I do has gotten me to this point. Who do I want to be from here, though? The whole "be do have" versus "have do be" concept, Mm -hmm. right? Who who am I becoming? And that has helped in large part settle a lot of my own insecurities, a lot of my own worries and fears, and then start to turn and go, okay. Now, if I have those, then my patients are going to have those same things. So, how do I communicate with them in a level that helps them get past these things? Gotcha, and recognizing that there's, there is structure, but there is also an art to the conversation with patients, Yes, but it helps to have, feel like I know where we're at when I'm talking with a patient. Oh, I can see where the patient's at right now. And then there's tools to go. How do we get to here? Because beforehand, if a patient would start, you'd walk, like I would walk out there and feel like, I was like, as a miracle, I don't know how that (laughs) happened. And I don't know how to repeat that. I, and there was a lot of, I hope the next person. And so it was very conditional on like, it was like trying to find that one patient who I could replicate that with, as opposed to me replicating it with each patient.
0: That's great. What would you say is, uh, in 30 seconds or less, the doctor watching, what is the, what's in your mind you could consciously replicate with every new patient now? Maybe before it was uh, the luck of the draw, if that patient was interested. Give us like some highlight bullet points, the three, the five things, the two things that you do every time now that help to engage that patient in a process that will, you know, get them to a point where they're ready to commit to sure. a change in healthcare, change in their health. Okay.
1: First, chart prep is huge. Going in with a patient and you already know what's going on. You're already. And what I mean is not just what's on paper, but you've been able to look kind of between the lines and go, I can see some things that are going on in this patient. I can already see some objections they may have. I may see some things that, well, they seem to be avoiding wanting to talk about this. What's that all about? Mm. Because what that does when I go in with a patient, now, when Melissa and I go in together on these things. And we're discussing this, we're trying to create almost like a picture of who are we about to go in with? But what that also does for us is when we go in there, so now we're in the room with the patient, the person is no longer repeating the same thing that they have said over and over and over again. And to be able to have that ability to say, yeah, I saw that in your notes, tell me what you meant by that. I I actually came in because I wanted to ask about this. Patients are starting to feel listened to, understood. I've had patients start uh, and we didn't even really talk about what the care plan was. Wow. Simply because the patient was like, "I, you are listening to me and I already trust that you're going to be able to help me with whatever. So chart prep, listening, active listening with patients, right? Getting the acknowledgements down, mm-hmm. learning how the skills of communication, how to ask a follow-up question, not writing what's the next question in my head, but listening and let the question kind of emerge from the conversation.
0: That's great. I and mean, then what is this whole, let's do this thing that you say, right? When it's, time to, <laughs> when it's time to handle an objection, patient says time, money, can't do it, insurance, whatever it is, you handle the concern. And then you say this thing, like you just go, let's do this. Why is that such a powerful statement when it's time to get the patient started?
1: I feel like I originally got that from Dr. Gary. I feel like I heard him say that one time. And for me, what it represented was There's this moment where you can feel like the patient is on the edge, they're on the cusp, the decision is there. And it's almost like if you don't move it forward, it's it's going to stall. Mm. So it's this feeling of like, almost like if you're on the moving walkway and you don't step off of it, it's like, you're going to stumble. And if it stumbles, the whole thing falls apart. So it's almost like you can feel the patient is asking to move forward. And it's almost like, Let's give them permission to do that. Let's do this, and it's a very upbeat. It's a directional thing. It's simple. It's to the point. Hey, let's do this, and then just be able to sit back and listen and, and kind of see how they're making that decision themselves. Say, so, yeah, let's do this.
0: That's awesome. It's that, fun. That's great. That's so cool. And I, I love how uh, it's it's uh, it's upbeat. It's fun, and it's it's moving the patient forward in a way that they would want to move forward with in a, in a high high energy positive manner. It's 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 simple but brilliant when done in practice. Um, what would you say to a doctor who's watching, uh, who doesn't want to sell patients, right? I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to do all this. I just want to be a doctor, right? As a chiropractor, as a, as a clinician, what do you say to that doctor in just a, you know, in a minute or less to help them understand the importance of communicating effectively or moving the patient through this process to make a commitment to change their health to the Cairo that doesn't want to sell, or I don't want to, you know, convince them to do anything. And what do you, what do you say to that guy or gal? Uh, you
1: almost have to wake up in the morning and, and accept that no, you're in sales. I mean, that's that's the reality. And maybe get over what the, the crush sale kind of yeah. mentality about it, and, and recognize that sales is just a word to describe like this interaction you're having, this transaction that's happening between you know me and a patient. Um, and so I had to get over that same pit in my stomach because I associated it with the manipulative type of communication that's out there. But once I realized that, no, that's not what I'm doing with the patient, I'm not manipulating them. And if you are manipulating them into care, then it's going, then it doesn't matter what you call it at that point. Yeah. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Right. So I, I have no problem now saying, oh, sales. You know, conversation, whatever that looks like. So the first thing would be to get over the, I guess that that hurdle of are you because if you are manipulating them, then you're gonna have to work on that. That's right. That has to change. But when you recognize I'm in here to inspire someone, to help them get out of their own way, to help them, I've heard it say, say yes to themselves, to for them to value themselves, value their health, value the care that's gonna take to get there that's ultimately what I'm after, is for them to value that. Now, if you want to call that sales, you want to call it whatever, it doesn't matter to me at the end of the day. It's the patient saying yes. And then we do, we get to be compensated for that value.
0: That's huge. And the patient, it's their idea. They want to, right? And then they... Not only are you guys compensated; they have huge value. They start bringing in cookies and bait goods and gifts to the office. They're trying to give more to you guys, I and mean, that's just that's the beauty of the game you guys play. And and uh, you're not unethically uh, treating patients. You're not um, manipulating them to get more care than they need. You're giving them exactly what they need based on your diagnosis and your clinical experience. That will get them to the ultimate goal that they have, which is which is never comfortable for a patient to commit to. But when you guys can help them get there. The results you guys get in your practice are just phenomenal and and, and allows you to be in a position where you, you know, you're you a cash practice and you just provide the utmost value yeah. to that patient. I'd say get
1: comfortable with being uncomfortable. I just had a patient, just just a simple example of this is just this past week before we came here, heard of a gentleman that came in in, in one of our diabetic programs and the staff walked back, said, hey, he's no longer diabetic, right? And he's only been with us for like two months. Wow. So immediately it was, I got to go see this guy. Yeah. I mean, let's go congratulate him. So I walked, as soon as I opened the door, he stood up and opened his arms and I'm not even treating him, right? But he opens his arms and he says, and he says come here. And, and we hugged and we embrace, And he steps back and goes, thank you. Thank you for accepting me into this. I realized how it was difficult for you to make this decision because you weren't sure about me. I said, you're absolutely right, I wasn't sure about you. But what happened in the communication process was you came to the realization that, oh my gosh, I need to do something about this. And because it was uncomfortable at first, because I wasn't buying what you were selling, excuses and all this other kind of stuff, When you finally came to the realization, then it made sense. It was like, well, of course, now I can help you because now you're asking for help. Wow. And now he's not diabetic anymore. So when a patient embraces you and then thanks you for being tough on them, thanks you for having the hard conversation with them. It's totally worth it at that point.
0: Amazing. Dr. Matt, thank you so much. Appreciate your time today.
1: My pleasure. Great.